a family favorite for three decades. The Bull Run Festival of Lights dazzles with two and a half miles of sparkling holiday lights. See more than 600 light displays, with new displays added every year. Ooh and ah as you drive through the winter wonderland, where it's always snowing, and come see the tallest light display yet. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early, starting November 10th. Get your tickets now at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Everywhere say it like a big army. One, two, ready, let's go. I am ready to receive and fully submit to God's word, which is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. In this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, do what you do when you do how you do when you do when you do when you do it because you do it so well. Speak to us with clarity tonight. Father, we declare our own freedom tonight. In advance of this message, every ounce of baggage that's been on us tonight, it's unpacked and put away. And we bless you for it and we thank you for it now. Somebody say this over your own life. Say, tonight, I'm leaving this place baggage free. Say, my supernatural miracle is that I will be over it. Woo! Say, my supernatural miracle is I will be out of it. Say, my supernatural miracle is I'm going to leave free tonight in Jesus' name. Can you put a preemptive praise on your own freedom right there? Come on, Wednesday. This is for you. This is for your children and your children's children and everybody coming after you. Somebody say, I'm leaving free tonight in Jesus' name. Watch this. We're going to hit several scriptures tonight. I want to jump right into it. On Sunday, we started this series of Relationship Revolution, and a Relationship Revolution is a sudden, complete, and drastic change in the way that we relate to one another. And in the opening message Wednesday, we learned that for relationships to be better, the individuals in the relationships must be better because you don't have dominion over other people. Look at your neighbor on your left and or your right. Say, I don't have dominion over you. This is important to understand, Wednesday, because many people live your life doing this. I'm working on my marriage. That's not Bible. You don't have dominion to work on them. The only thing you've got dominion over is to work on you. I'm working on my friendship. That's not Bible. You don't have dominion over your friends. Here's what you might be able to have is authority. Authority means that you have the ability to influence, but it doesn't mean you have the ability to force. Instead, watch this. Can I give you Bible? Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 26. It says, then God says, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. That's absolute authority. That's absolute power. That means what you say goes. If you say up, they got to go. If you say down, they got to go. 
It says, and let them have dominion, watch this, over the fish of the sea, the birds of the heavens, the livestock, and over the earth, and creeping things that creeps on the earth. What do, what's not mentioned there? Your husband. What's not mentioned there? Your wife. What's not mentioned there? Your children. What's not mentioned there? Your friends. What's not mentioned there? Your boss. What's not mentioned there? Your co-workers. You spend too much of your time trying to change people when instead you need to turn that mirror and look at truth. Would you look at your neighbor and say, do you, do you, do you? So we learned on Sunday that, number one, we all have the same aspirations in psychology. That is the study of the psyche. The psyche now is very interesting because it is now this component of us that is the soul. You and I are tripart beings. We are spirits. That's our subconscious mind. That's who you are without thinking about it. Your subconscious mind made you blink. Your subconscious mind made you nod your head. Your subconscious mind is what you think about. Uh, watch this. Even when you don't want to think about it because it's lodged in you, that is, in fact, your spirit. Then you are live in a physical body. That's not the real you. That's your body. That's your earth suit. But then you, we all possess a soul. That's our mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. The psyche is part of our soul. Check it out. In psychology, that is ology, psych. Ology, ology, study of, the study of the soul. Got it? In psychology, check this out, uh, the study of our mind, thoughts, will, and emotions, Maslow came up with this theory, and he says there's these things that we have that are needs. And on Sunday, he says we have uh, these needs that we have that drive what we do. And we learned on Sunday that we all have the same aspirations. We all aspire for self-actualization. That's to reach our potential. Somebody say, I'm going somewhere. Yeah, baby, the bottom is over. Drama is over. That's why some of you need to celebrate your circle's been changing. Why? God said, I need to get you away from drama-filled people. I need to watch this. Let me get in your business. I need to get you away from people who talk the talk but don't walk the walk. I need to get you away from people that are always bringing you drama. I need to get you away from people that are always starting mess. I need to get you away from people that make you feel comfortable when you're being average. I need to get you away from people that make... Ah. But then watch this, but then watch this. Then the next thing is, it is our self-esteem needs. We like to feel important. We like to feel good. Thirdly, our physiological needs, food, shelter. Then our safety needs. We like to feel secure. In fact, insecurity is, is one of the most interesting things that happens because when you feel insecure, you will do things to compensate for the feeling. If you're insecure as an individual, you will overdo it so to feel secure, uh, to mask your insecurity. If you don't think you're pretty enough, you will overdo it to make somebody notice you. Y'all not talking. If you don't think you've got the right build or the right type or the right shape or the right this. And I'm here to tell you, you need to learn how to love you some you. You lay your hands on yourself and say, I love me. I love me. Yeah, even with your imperfections, even with your flaws, even with whatever other people may point out and say this and that is wrong. Is there anybody on this Wednesday night that can say when he made me, he made me in his image and in his likeness. And I am the incorruptible seed of God in the earth and I love me some me. Tony Braxton said I love me some him. You need to learn how to love you some you. So that way, when other people don't want you, you can say, baby, that's your loss. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Just because you don't recognize value don't mean I don't have it. Would you shake your neighbor's arm like you're going to shake it off and say, you got value. You got value. They may not see it, and that's okay. Everybody don't know how to uh, recognize a rose when it comes back. Everybody don't know how to recognize something valuable when it comes back. Just because they dropped you doesn't mean you were too expensive. It just means they couldn't afford the bill. Y'all not talking. Yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, you don't have a clue who you're sitting next to, baby. When, the, when he made me, the Bible says he made me with honor and he crowned me with honor, which means I'm his best. 
I'm not coming down for you to afford it. You better come up and pay the price. <sighs> then watch this. Uh, belongingness. We like to belong and, and love needs. We like to belong and we want to know we're loved. Somebody say, when I come here, I belong. Say, and I'm loved. Say, end of discussion. I don't care if you're white, black, tall, short, skinny, skinny. Not skinny, voluptuous. Watch this, in overflow. <laughs> Your cup runs over, you're blessed. See, see, what did you just do right there, Bishop? I just removed, watch this, what makes you think, watch this, you don't fit. Because ah. too many times in life we disqualify ourselves based on the boxes that have been constructed to be able to separate and divide. Now realizing we've got more in common than we do different. Because watch this, you could be one way and wish you were another way and the person that's that way wishes they were your way. And what I'm telling you is to love you some, you. You lay your hands on yourself and say something you probably haven't said. You've been telling everybody else, but you haven't told you this. Say your first, middle, and last name. Say, I love you. You've been telling your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your niece, your nephew, your brother, your spouse, but you rarely tell you. And Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself, which means you can't give them what you don't first give you. So say it one more time. Say your first name. Say, I love you. Say, and I'm not mad at you. Say, and you're doing a good job. Can you celebrate? Celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. To every man who feels like you ain't strong enough, as your pastor, I speak into your life. You're doing a good job. You've already overcome curses. You've already knocked down barriers. You've already been doing stuff nobody else in your bloodline thought they could do. All right, watch this, watch this. He says, he says, we want to belong and want to be loved. We, we, want, we, want, we want intimate relationships. And that's not sex, okay? Because you'd have sex and not be intimate. You'd be intimate with never having sex. You got that? So for everybody who talks about, you know, we need to make up. All right, all right. See, that doesn't mean intimacy. Watch this. How you know that? Because y'all have the same fight the next day. Okay, so, so don't think that that's intimacy. Got it? So, we, but we desire intimate relationship. That means I can be the real me. I, I can be the real me, watch this, without prohibition, without inhibition. Watch this. And I can say it, watch this. And while you may not understand it, I know you don't judge me for it. I wish I had some... English speakers around him. Y'all don't speak to King's English. For many of us, what's been difficult is that there's certain things we keep. Watch this. Because we're concerned not only about your receptivity, but we're concerned about what you would do if you knew. And what we really long for in life is people who we can tell it to. And they'd be like, okay, well, I got you. Now, going back in there and do it, <laughs> you know. You see what I'm saying? 
all right, all right, all right, all right. That's what we really long for. Got it? That's what Adam really longed for. He, he wasn't able to have that. I don't have time to deal with Adam tonight. But if you didn't get the message, the spirit of Lilith, you need to go You do yourself a favor and go get that message. Because you'll understand why Adam has so many problems with Eve. Because Eve wasn't Adam's first wife. Eve was the second girl, the first girl. She slid in the scripture real quickly, and she only shows back up in the message, Spirit of Lily. She shows back up later on in the form of an owl. She's a spirit that represents an owl. One of the things about owls is when owls are killing something, they watch this, they will, they will watch this, they will rupture its skull. In other words, the relationship's over, but they're still in your head. <laughs> The relationship's over, but they're still messing with your mind. They're not even there, but they're still messing with your mind. Go get that message. Message. Now, now take this out. Take this out. We all desire friends. Okay? We all desire to give affection. We all desire to receive affection. We all want to be a part of a group. Even the loners want to be part of the group by knowing other loners that they can relate to. And I don't say it in a negative way, right? Because, again, many times when you're a loner, you keep out of trouble. So if you're a loner, don't think that's a bad thing. That's why you've had a drama-free life. You're like, I'm over here. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Listen, I'm living my best life. I'm not going back and forth with you. Smile, church. All right? So we learned that. Second thing we learned on Sunday and we ended with this, that we need vitamin C in our relationships. Got it? We need Christ. Does this relationship help me pursue Jesus or no? If the answer is no, I need to tell you it's a distraction. When God wants to bless you, he does it through a person. In fact, watch this. Watch this. For many of you, if you're new to Harvest or you're new to me, whenever God was ready to change somebody's season, he brought them to an Elijah. He brought them to a man of God. And that man of God was an indication of a new season. Ah, okay? But, but, but now check this out, check this out, check this out. But then when the enemy wants to distract you, some people say, the devil's trying to kill you. Mm-mm, mm-mm, you ain't not. How you know that, Bishop? The Bible says still kill and destroy. It says the devourer, the enemy. Okay, check, check this out. Didn't say the devil. Okay, if we take that in context, uh, uh, that's got a whole different meaning. Check this out. Here's what the enemy wants to do. He'd much rather have you defeated because you're distracted because that's a better ad. What do you mean ad? It's going to be difficult for people to want to come to Jesus if they look at his advertisement. I said it that way on purpose. If they look at his advertisement and say, well, I don't, they're stressed, they're mad, they're angry, they're always, they're rude, they got a bad attitude and all that. Why would I want their Jesus and this is how they are? So what ends up happening is through that, uh, watch this, a person living as a distracted Christian, they do more damage than a Christian that dies. So the enemy's not trying to kill you, he's trying to distract you so that he can get some other folks off course. I think there's some people in this place tonight that are saying, I don't care how I was distracted yesterday or even one hour hour ago that was then and this is now are you hearing me church now so so then second we learn that we need character we, we, we need character in relationships if there's a lack of trust then 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 the relationship is not going to have a future in its current state that means it's over in its current state you can go back to the root and rebuild but what you've built isn't solid okay song says you want it to be solid do, do, do. Solid as a rock. I don't know those words. Um, I just remember, and it's hot, 
That's all I remember. That's all, that's all I remember. That's all, that's all I remember. Watch, watch. Character. Sec third thing is chemistry. Okay? Do you even like them? And remember, we're talking all relationship types. Chemistry. Chemistry. See, some, if you grew up watching Ike and Tina, you, you will think that chemistry is fighting all the time. So when y'all have a good day, this is too regular. I want some adventure. I want some spontaneity. What? No, let me get in your business. Because some of y'all, watch this, you're not used to what, watch this, a healthy relationship looks like. A healthy relationship ain't always fighting and mad and I can't stand you and slamming doors. That's not health. A healthy relationship is you build me, I build you, I got what you want, you got what I want. I want you to want me the right way, but I want you to want me like... But if you grew up watching Ike and Tina, you would think, I don't know, I just ain't got no passion. No, y'all just ain't been fighting and, and so you don't know what to do when you ain't fighting. Are y'all hearing me? Say chemistry. See, availability doesn't mean compatibility of every relationship type. See, some people, watch this, they were an available friend, so you made them your best friend. But you didn't qualify them to give them that level of access. And so, watch this, whenever people don't qualify for certain levels of access because you didn't make them go through process, they will end up being what puts you under duress. Ah. Availability doesn't mean compatibility. And you watch this. You especially need to be careful when you have those moments where you're like, hmm. I'm going to send it. They responded. Watch. You got to watch yourself when you feel lonely. Because that's when you're vulnerable. And then what the enemy will do is have you open that phone up. Y'all not talking to me. Have you open that email up? And when he opens it up, you'll be like, hmm. And it may be innocent. You're just going to go get some Chinese food. Miss, if all we're doing is getting some egg food young. And what you don't even understand is, is that while you were going to get egg foo young, watch this, there was a Kung Pao waiting for you. <laughs> Y'all not even talking to me. And now everything's just wonton all over the place. And you left trying to roll the eggs back together. It's just a whole situation going on. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Watch, 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 watch. Say chemistry. Availability doesn't mean compatibility. Just because, see, this is an apple. This is an apple. And I, and I believe in, well, I, you know, use whatever you want to use. I just read my Bible. And the Bible speaks about fruitfulness. This is a piece of fruit. <laughs> Y'all trying to get deep like, that's right, Bishop, it does. What, what's this? Now, now, here's the deal. Just because I have a PC available does not mean it's compatible with this. What do you mean, Bishop? Many times in life, can, can I get in our business tonight? Say, I'm leaving free tonight. You need to check the relationships in your life because most of them were created by availability, not compatibility. Y'all rode the same light rail. Y'all not talking. Y'all worked at the same place. 
So it became, it became convenient, then it became comfortable, but you never paid attention to the fact that y'all weren't compatible. Where you going, they don't want to go. But you trying to do, they don't want to do. You're trying to get better and they trying to pull you back. You're trying to progress and they're talking about mess. Are you here Wednesday? All right, all right, all right. then competency. Are they able to fulfill their end of the bargain? You asking a child to do the job of an adult is ridiculous, right? Same thing in relationships. You asking someone who is underdeveloped emotionally to be there for you emotionally ain't gonna work. Okay? There's no competency. Okay, okay I, if this was fifth, 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 well, well, it's not, but let's see. Can I talk to married people for a minute? <laughs> All right, never mind, never mind. I didn't like that response. <laughs> Should I go there? All right, say competency. If you, how about married people? If married people, right? If you. I'm just trying to make sure I say it so they ain't got to cut it out the CD. Oh, we don't do CD, excuse me, the podcast. <laughs> um, if you are reserved everywhere. Okay, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> then we got to make sure we got communication. No, 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 no. See, if you're reserved everywhere, you need to make sure that, watch this, there's compatibility there. But because if because if there's a, married people, if there's a different you, <laughs> y'all just say, just say it. Then y'all ain't the ones that's got the. If, if, you, if you are reserved everywhere and you marry someone who is not reserved in certain places, That's your cue to play Marvin Gaye. That ain't Marvin Gaye. I'm going to need you to play the right song. That's what I'm going to need you to do. If you, <laughs> if you reserve everywhere and you marry someone who, in certain places, they don't like to be reserved, You've got a compatibility and a competency issue. Because they don't want to be hanging from the roofs and stuff. Okay, I, I can't even say it. Wait until Fifth Wednesday. T touch your neighbor and say, come back Fifth Wednesday. Bishop will say it. Bishop will say it. I'm going to keep it nice and PG. Say communication. If you're on AM, they're on FM, you got a problem. If you talk with mood swings and they talk with words... <laughs> Got issue, all right? So a lot of what you call a d demonic attack on your relationships in the demonic attack is just y'all communicate differently. But you have to take time to say, okay, well, how do you communicate? Well, how do I communicate? Okay. And we got to agree how we're not going to communicate. Okay, so, so I use words. Use your words, right? So what you can't do is use pictures. <laughs> like an emoji is not... 
a word. Y'all not talking to me, church. Somebody say, use my words. Okay. Some of y'all get mad because people don't speak your language, but you're the only one that speaks that language. You're the only one that speaks halfway mad, kind of glad, got a little bit of an attitude, but kind of feeling good and wants you to come pull them out of their mood. You know, when it speaks that language, the other person speaks English. Okay, all right, all right, so I got to use my words. Sometimes that means in friendships, relationships, all type, you got to say, hey, that hurt. You got to say, hey, I don't understand what you meant. You got to say, hey, back up. Back up goes his own. You have to say, hey, listen, can I have two minutes without you right here? And I'm going to be right with you. Be right with you. It's quiet in this church. Y'all, y'all looking at me. I know it's snowing, but I need y'all to come on here. Are, are you getting this? Okay, you, you got to use your words. Got to communicate. Got to use words. Mood swings aren't words. Vibes aren't words, church. Vibes aren't words, church. This is not a music video from the 90s. Okay? okay. But you should catch my vibe. That's witchcraft. What do you mean that's witchcraft, Bishop? Manipulation. That's what it is, the definition of witchcraft. The Bible says, suffer not a witch to live. So watch this. When you manipulate, everything you lay your hands on dies. Ha! Because God says, I can't let it live because you manipulate it. Rather than, watch this, rather than articulating, you want it to manipulate it. Uh, okay, let's move on. Contribution. Say, I got to bring something to the table. Say, and so do they. Here's this third thing we learned, and this is where I want to go uh, for just a few moments tonight, and then, we, then we're going to get free. So I'm getting free. Third thing we learned is we all have baggage we need to unpack. We learned on Sunday, baggage leaves body bags. And we learned on Sunday, I need you to catch this, church. Love is a contact sport with God, people, and yourself. There are going to be times where you feel like God dealt you a blow. In fact, in the scriptures it says, and the Lord runs at me like a warrior. Okay, which means sometimes it's going to feel like God is hitting you upside your head. Okay, and and watch this. And God says, and I need you to love me enough not to leave me because you don't understand what I'm doing. Ah, come on here. I need you to love me enough to not leave me because you don't understand what I'm doing. Is there anybody in here on this Wednesday night where you've graduated to where you can say, God, I don't understand what you're doing, but there's one thing I'm not doing. I'm not leaving you. Touch your neighbor and say, I ain't leaving him, I ain't leaving him. Psalm says, yet though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I'm going to say it again. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Though he slay me, yet will I, I'm not leaving him. Even if it feels like I'm being whoopsed upside the head by him. You know you've been whoopsed upside the head by the Lord. Watch this, when you pray and you can't pray it away. And in those moments, that's when you need to say, God, you must be uh, proven you love me. How do you know that, Bishop? Because the scripture says, a son that he loves, he chastises. Which means proof that the Lord loves me is that when, watch this, he could have let me go. He said, get your tail back. Y'all not to, who are the people in here that can thank God that he put a whoop? Oh, God. Why the folk out there can say, thank you for loving me enough to whoop my behind. And you ain't going to be like them. You ain't going to act like them. Anybody, anybody, when you were growing up, do you remember, do you remember when you would get a whooping for stuff that other people did and they didn't get a whooping for it and you were like, well, so-and-so didn't get a whooping and they were like, you ain't so-and-so. You're going to be somebody. You're going somewhere. You're going to be somebody special and I don't care what that girl out there doing. I don't care what that boy out there doing. There's something different about you. Lay your hands on yourself. Say there's something different about me. So watch this, watch this, I gotta finish. It's, it's, it's contact sport. 
with God. Sometimes you're going to feel like you're taking some, put the verse up for me. Here it is. It's as though he slay me. <laughs> I will hope in him, this English standard. Yet I will argue my ways to his face. <laughs> now, what's the psalmist saying right there? Psalmist is saying, he's saying, psalmist is saying, I'm not leaving him because I didn't understand his discipline. Argue that don't mean like we think, God, you better. No, 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 no. No, that ain't what I mean. Argue means I'm going to speak. I'm going to state my case and then watch him disassemble my case in my face. You ever thought, Lord, I just, I'm, and then after all of that, you're like, God's like, cry me a river. Get up. Keep it moving. Make it happen. You were born to rule. Come here. Reign. Come here. Conquer. Come here. And subdue. So all that crying you're doing about how hard it is, wipe them tears and keep on fighting. Is anybody in here where, watch this, you thought you were going to tell God your side. And when you started telling him your side, he was like, that's nice. Go forgive him. <sighs> That's nice. Go pray for him. I hear what you're saying, but I ain't changing what I said. I know you don't want to do it because you're scared, and here's what you don't understand. You better learn how to do it afraid. You better learn how to do it even in the face of fear. Fear and faith are not opposites. Fear and faith are roommates. Do you hear me? Y'all, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but the reality is, is we all walk in fear and have fear because of what we've been through in our past, which means sometimes I got to do it, and I'm scared as heaven, hell, and earth. Can we tell the truth? But it's a contact sport with God. It's a contact sport with people. People are going to hit you and it's going to hurt. And you're going to want to not trust again. I'm going to need somebody in here to watch this, to get over your trust issues. I just don't trust nobody because of what my daddy did. You're going to keep letting them do it to you? I don't trust nobody because of what my last boyfriend did. You're going to keep letting them do it to you? Tyrone has had four girls since you and you still. Tyrone's just a random name I pick. If that's your name, just random name, okay? You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. All right, watch this. Men, especially men. Men, a lot of times we don't realize we internalize some of the pain we have in relationships. And it comes out through behavior that's contradictory to what we say we want. You'll say you want a strong family, but then you'll be the very one to destroy it. You'll say you want a woman that encourages you, then she encourages you. You are nagging on me. Well, what do you want? It's the only way you listen. And really what you're saying is, is that every time I hear you talk, you're reminding me of what I'm not doing because I'm too scared to do. Ah, every time you talk, you're reminding me of what I should be doing and I'm not doing. And I came to speak some life into some men tonight. Men, you better learn how to rise up and do it in the face of adversity. God says he's made us to be his weapon. He's made us to be a warrior, which means I'm going to take some hits, but watch me keep fighting. I'm going to get knocked down, but watch me get back up. But then thirdly, Life is a contact sport with yourself. The psalmist is like this. He says, my, my wounds are foul and they're festering, but I must bear them. You know, I don't see anything. I mean, sometimes my wounds are self-inflicted. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's, it's, it's real. It, it's real quiet in the church. Can we talk about them self-inflicted wounds? In Psalm 38, 5, he says, my wounds are foul and they're, they're festering. 
Watch this. Let me read it to you. Let me read it to you in the, in the, in the New King James. I'm going to put it up in the English Standard. He says, my wounds are foul and festering. Watch this. Because of my foolishness. Hmm? English Standard says, my wounds stink and they fester. Because of my foolishness. What's foolishness? By definition, biblically, a fool is one who lives as if there is no God. So what is foolishness? It's when I act like I don't know better. And let's tell the truth. We all. You ever had a moment where you knew you needed to stop, but you kept going? That's foolishness. You ever had a moment where you knew not to respond and you sent it anyway? That's foolishness. You ever had a moment where you knew it was going to turn into a cussing match and you called anyhow? That's foolishness. You ever had a moment where you already knew they were going to slide in your DMs and what they were sliding in their whip and you opened it anyhow? That's foolishness. Okay, y'all going to get quiet on me now, huh? All right, all right, don't put the brakes on me. It's <laughs> old Baptist preacher saying, then we're going to slow me down. Watch, say contact sport. contact sport. And in that contact sport, many times we're going to leave body bags behind. In our lives, there are body bags of folk we've been hurt behind us. And we can talk about how we've been hurt, and it's true. But what about the people you've hurt? What about the people who are in therapy because of you? Got quiet. Got it? <laughs> It's quiet in church. What about the people who got to come down for prayer because of you? Right? Okay? But that's life. It's contact sports. Say, I'm going to take hits. Don't play. We learned on Sunday not to take the hits. I think at 1115, I gave an example. And, uh, and I had uh, Craig and Daddy, they were doing this example for I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, thank you, sons. I love you. Um, uh, but no, but there's an example about when you put, just come do it real quick. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Just do it real quick. Okay, come on. And don't be, he was getting technical on Sunday. Well, Bishop, that's pass interference. <laughs> Just pretend like it's the Super Bowl and don't worry about the rules. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. All right. So play not to get hit. Ready? Go. See how he's wasting all that energy going backwards? When you play life not to get hit, you waste a lot of energy to go nowhere. Come here. When you play, when you play life, try, I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to fail. I don't want to do that. When you play like that, you keep going backward and you use a lot of energy, but you didn't take no ground. And I'm going to need you to know 2018 was your last year of doing that. I'm going to need you to know 2018 was your last year of using energy and not making any progress. Somebody say, I'm progressing. But then we learn baggage beats others up because we can't even see that we showed it on Sunday. I gave you this, uh, I gave you this uh, deal here uh, and showed you that on, uh, when you got baggage, said to the neighbor, say, you got baggage too. Baggage. And when you got baggage, all you see is baggage. This is all you see. Come on. All you got is baggage. Baggage, and this is all you see. So when you see people, come on. Come on. <laughs> You're going to let them fall first. Huh? Okay. No. <laughs> all right, now go and close it. All right, now put it up. Now look at me. See, when you got baggage, you can't see me. Y'all see this? No, I need you like, Bishop, that's dumb. I get, no, but this is what you do in your, your friendships. You ain't seen them since 84. And here's what you do. You think, well, maybe if we go somewhere different. Maybe, you know, maybe if I, we take a trip. We're taking a trip to Miami, Bishop. We're going to go swimming, have a good time. Have some good seafood. Got it? Here's the problem. The baggage went too. All you do is see them. You can never get through to them. Watch this. They can never get through to you. Why? Because of the baggage. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Thank you. Said it right there. Say, say baggage, baggage has to go. Has to go. 
Okay, now take this out. Baggage breaks your ability to trust. Let me tell you how deep it gets when you got baggage. You don't even trust them with a good time. What do you mean? You'll be having a good time and... So now what happened when you were in 12th grade? Like, what are you? Who was that girl saying, hey, at church? Huh? Don't look at me like that. Huh. Prayer warrior, huh? Well, you tell her to pray her way right back over there. Huh. <laughs> Touch the said, don't be mean to nobody up in here. You keep your insecurity out there now. <laughs> and then at the same time, don't y'all be coming in here and starting that. This is not a meat market. Ah. Don't come up in here choosing. They come to find Jesus, not you. Now, if they find you while finding Jesus, that's nice. But Jesus is first. Now, I'm serious. You got to say that. It's, it's quiet. I don't care about y'all being quiet. I'm going to preach an extra five minutes just because they got quiet. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> it breaks your ability to trust. Trust is like fabric, which means the fabric has got holes in it. This means eventually it will fail. Here's the next thing. Baggage must be unpacked. Say, it must be unpacked. I told you on Sunday, that's part of why faithful church attendance here is important because every week you're unpacking. And here's the reality. Here's where baggage builds up. It builds up because there's a difference in getting over something and moving on. And most people only move on and never get over anything. So the baggage just keeps building up. Let's do the work. Give me five minutes. Let's do the work. Here's where the baggage builds up. It's in Proverbs 4, 23. Proverbs just means wisdom. Say wisdom. Wisdom is a shortcut. Knowledge is what to do. Wisdom is why to do it and how to do it better. Okay? So knowledge will tell you where you need to go. Wisdom tells you how to get there faster. Okay? Say it's a shortcut. That's why you don't just want to be smart. You want to be wise. Because you can be very smart, not be very wise. Somebody say, I receive wisdom. The Bible says, if anyone among you lacks wisdom, let them ask. Now, take this out. Proverbs 4.23. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the borders or the springs of life. Now, can we break this verse down? The word keep in Hebrew, that's the language of the Old Testament. It means watch. Look what the Bible says. Watch your heart. What's your heart in Scripture? Your mind. Okay? Can I go deep for my note takers? All right. In the Old Testament, you have one word for heart, which is lev, L-E-B. It means mind. In the New Testament, you have a Greek word called cardia. You see cardiac, where we get our words for things that deal with our heart. But more specifically, it means our mind. So whenever you see heart in the scripture, if you ever see a preacher say, you got to get it in here. You need to say, you need to read your Bible. Okay, there is no difference. You might have it in your head knowledge, but you don't have it in your heart. You need to read your Bible. I'm going to need you to go read your Bible. That's what I'm going to need you to do. Okay? okay there, this pumps blood. That, that's what this does. Touch your neighbor say, no feelings in there. No say, just blood. Okay? This is your heart when the scripture speaks of it. It's the center of your decision making. It's the center of a man. Got it? Now, look what the Bible says. Watch it. Parents, you ever said to your child and they're getting kind of rough, watch it? That's what, that's what the Bible says to you. Watch it. Because watch this, your heart will have baggage in it that's built up since you were a little boy, since you were a little girl, and you never watched it. Here's what the next definition of the word keep means. It means observe it. Look at it. 
Have you ever just taken time to sit back, watch this, and think about you? I want to challenge you to do that tonight. Think about you. Why do I act like that? Why do I say that? Not why they do that. That's what most of us do. I just want to think about what they did. No. What you do. Watch it. Observe it. Here's the next thing. We're just about them. Inspect it. Here it is. For hidden things that were injected. What would happen if some poison got injected into your heart? Because you didn't listen to that prophetic song. It said, never trust. I'll leave it alone, sister. Y'all ain't gonna say it. And a smile. <laughs> that girl is poison. Poison. <laughs> they even told you, I must warn you. Huh? Y'all need to get in your word. Come on here. And they said, how do you know? Well, my crew and I have some experience. We know that there's poison in there. <laughs> Somebody say poison. Now check this out. That's what the Bible says. Watch it for hidden things that were injected. Have you ever noticed that some people come in your life real quick and then they leave real fast? They were dropping something off. Some of you, when your daddies and your mamas pop back up, you need to question some of that when they've been gone for years. Because, because you say, oh, this is such a great thing. This is such a wonderful reunion. Maybe it is, or maybe it's the enemy saying, oh, let me slip a little something in that drink. Let me put a little something, something in there. When you got friends who pop up from nowhere after years, you sometimes need to say, wait a minute. What are you doing here? What do you want from me? Because maybe you're trying to put some poison in me. They'll pop up, ignite a curse, and then leave. Because when they come around you, watch this. The scripture says, can, can I go deep for a minute? And then we're closing. We're getting ready to write. Here, here's something significant. In the scripture, the story about a man is called the Gadarene demoniac. Say Gadarene demoniac. The Bible says he's got 2,000 spirits living in him. 2,000 spirits. Now, spirits there is pneuma in the Greek, which means mentalities. So when we think of spirits, we think of demons and all that. That's not Bible. Okay, that's Greek mythology. Okay, that's Zeus above, Hades below, demons. That's, that's Greek mythology. That's not Bible. A, a, a demonic spirit, I say scripturally, is a mentality that is against you, that's in you. Ah. Did you catch that? Okay, now, check this out. Flow with me. The Bible says he's got 2,000 of these evil spirits, mentalities that are in him from these things that have happened in his life. And when Jesus shows up, watch this, they run to him. Watch this and say, we know who you are. Watch this. In other words, they said, you're about to try to unpack this baggage. Ah. And, and, and watch this. And the issue is, is that we've been in him for so long, he don't know how to be without us. 
He doesn't know how to function without us. Can I go deep for just a minute? The Bible says that the man cut himself every day. The Bible says that the man couldn't be contained by change, which means the man was suicidal and the man was unpredictable. The man couldn't be controlled. He wouldn't submit up under nobody. He wouldn't sit down under any type of leadership. And the Bible says that that man, somebody say that man. Say it again, say that man. When he, said, when he sees Jesus, he runs up to Jesus and watch what the man says. And I got to quit because I'm out of time. When the man says this, the man says, uh, uh, Jesus says, what's your name? He says, my name is Legion, for we are many. He goes from singular to plural because when Jesus showed up, instantaneously the bags got open. Y'all not hear what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell somebody that the torment you've been feeling ain't a bad thing. The torment you've been feeling is Jesus saying, let's unpack those bags. And we just snap your neighbor high five say, God's going to unpack them. He's going to unpack them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's going to unpack the bags. And so, and so, and so, and so the gathering demoniac, the gathering demoniac, gathering demoniac, he says, well, we know you're going to, we know you're about to cast us out. He said, um, but listen, we're not done here. He said, so we see some pigs over there. Can you cast us into them? Now check this out. Here's what's significant. Can we go real deep? Pigs. Say pigs. pigs. Say swine. swine. Here's what's interesting. Why wasn't it lamb, especially in that part of the world? Why was it pigs? Because Jesus teaches us a principle about pigs. He says, do not cast your pearls before swine. Do not give what is holy to the dogs. In other words, watch this. What was in him was going into them, but really what they are is a metaphor for the people around you. You got lost. You got lost. Come, come, come back. Come back. Come on. Let me go back. Come on. Let's go back. Let's go back. Come on. All right. Jesus says, I'm going to cast them. Y'all with me? I ain't going to leave you behind. Come on. All right. Watch this. He says, Let's, I need you to cast us into these swine. Swine was something Jesus had already made clear. Do not give anything valuable to them. In other words, they said, we might leave him, but we can't leave this area because we're assigned to this area. And anybody that's in this area, we're assigned to take them down. We can't leave his family. So the reason they pop back up is to transfer it from them off onto you. Because we're assigned to take down whatever your bloodline is. But can we get gangster in the spirit tonight? Will you make this declaration say in the name of Jesus, I am the end to every generational curse. Say I'm the end to that same old baggage. If you believe it, shout like you believe it up in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, watch. Jesus cast them into the swine. They, Bible says, they run down and they run down and drown themselves. Which reveals what their next move was going to be. See, when they drown themselves because they're spirits, they didn't die. When they drown themselves, what they were saying is we need to be free so we can roam in this territory. Is this too deep for you on a Wednesday? Watch this. 
For some of you, you need to understand the reason that you have felt like the black sheep and the reason you have felt so different is because, in fact, you are. You are the one that could recognize what everybody else got pimped by. Ah! You are the one that could recognize what everybody else got beat down by. You're the one that could recognize that something's wrong here. And when you say this about yourself, say, I'm the interruption. They were getting ready to kill that man and change form. Some of you, I don't know who this is for. I don't even know if you're here or you're watching. There was something set up for you tomorrow. That because you're watching this now, you better hear me in the realm of the spirit tonight. What they plan for you tomorrow, in the name of Jesus, I declare they're free from you. And whatever attack they had planned from you, that is canceled right here and right. Would you act like I'm talking to you even if I'm not? Would you act like I'm talking to you even if I'm not? Watch the testimony come in. Watch the testimony come in. Can I finish this word? Watch. Inspect for hidden things. With vigilance. From, from it flow the springs of life. The word springs means borders. So check out what the Bible says. Check it out. It's this word, Hebrew, tutsa. Almost like tootsie pop, but not. Say tutsa. It means the furthest border you can go. Let me say it this way. In other words, you can't be blessed, listen Wednesday, beyond your baggage. Let me say it another way to go with this long old message title. It's the longest message title ever. Put it up. Or you can never take off because your baggage needs to be checked. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So would you just tell somebody the message as I close it? <laughs> Please check your baggage so you can finally take off. Now, now, I got to finish this. Can I finish it, Wednesday? Uh, just about done. Isaiah, 1 Corinthians 11, 31 through 32, you can read it. They'll put it up on the screen for you in your own time. I'm going to go fast so we can get there. It says, if we judged ourselves truly, we wouldn't be judged. But when we're judged by the Lord, we're disciplined, so we won't be condemned with the word. That word judge means cut. God says, you cut it or I'll cut it. Say, look at your name and say, either you cut it or I'll cut it. Say it again. Say, either you cut it or I'll cut it. That's what God says. Now, what God says is either you cut this stuff off or I'm going to cut this stuff off. Either way, it's coming off. Your baggage is way too high. Somebody say, I got to have fun at church. Your attitude is way too much extra. <laughs> you need to cut it. Check, check, check this out. Check this out. Now, 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 the question was, how do I do that? Right? Because that sounds good. Doesn't it? Let me tell you how, okay? Hebrews 12, 1. Again, I'm going fast. I need, I need to close. And I'm getting ready to close. Let's do it again. And I'm getting ready to close. There we go. Very good. All right. One more again. And I'm getting ready to close. Hebrews 12, 1. Watch what he says. Therefore, since we got all these people who didn't done right, <laughs> let us lay aside every weight. You want to know what weight means in Greek? Take a guess. Baggage. Y'all good. How y'all know Greek? Let us. You want to know what lay aside means in Greek? Cut. You know what else, what else it means? Check. 
So look what the Bible says. Let us check, cut all the baggage and the sin that you've been keeping around you. And let us run the race that is set before us. Here it is. You ready? I got to finish. Let's deal first with the sin. Sin which cleans closely. You know what that means? We keep making the same mistakes, so they're not mistakes anymore. They're choices. He says, stop it. Look at him say, stop it already. There's some stuff like, I just can't help myself. You don't want to help yourself. Right? Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's like you eating um, um, a bag of turkey. No, leave white bread alone. Leave white bread out of this. <laughs> you leave white bread out of this. White bread is anointed when you put butter on it. And you leave white bread out of this. <laughs> no, <I'm just laughs> it's good, son. Good. Check it out. Anybody like turtles? The, 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 like the candy turtles? I mean, somebody like, oh, no, I mean the, the candy. <laughs> somebody like, oh, I love them. I love them. I really love, I love them on Discovery Channel. I'm talking about the candy. Anybody like candy? The candy turtle? Listen. So somebody for Christmas sent me some turtles. One of our digital harvesters. And they sent a whole bag. And I chatted with them and I said, um, so why'd you do that? I said, now you know good and doggone well that I don't mess with that white sugar. And I said, but today, <laughs> but today, I said, it's Christmas, <laughs> so I'm going to have one of the turtles. <laughs> Somebody said, one of the turtles. And then, watch this. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Then after I had one, I was like, Go on, let me get another one of them turtles. And they're like, this is enough. I ain't had sweets like this since 2013. And then I was like, well, it's Christmas time. I said, so cut it in half, and you have half, and I have the other half. Here's the point. It was a choice. So when the scripture says, lay aside the sin, it's so clean so closely, God says, there are certain things that you can never deal with your baggage because you keep making the same choice and you already know what the choice yields. But then let's deal with the baggage. You ready? And I'm getting ready to close. All right? Amen. And I'm getting ready to close. All right. Hey, Bishop, why do you do that? I want to. Um, when you get a mic, you can do what you want to do. Um, weight means baggage. Baggage is, let me give you an acronym. You ready? For my note takers, you're going to just the fastest notes you're going to have to take. P-A-S-T. Pass. No, 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 I'm going to give you an acronym. Painful. Mm -hmm. Aggravating. Mm -hmm. Agitating. Mm -hmm. Situations that have transpired. That's your baggage. Painful, aggravating, agitating, situations. That have transpired. Here's the problem with your baggage. Which won't you come? Okay. Vitamin C. All right. Won't you come? All right. Let's put that down. See, you can take this on the plane with you. See, there are certain things that'll go, go and zip it up. Come on. Oh my God, do you work for Delta? Come on. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Have fun in church. Okay. All right. This, look here. Look here. This, thank you, sir. This stay right there. I can carry this on. 
Because this piece of baggage will fit where I'm going. See, sometimes we feel like, well, God, I got all these issues. I can't go nowhere. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. You miss what I just said. Sometimes you'll disqualify yourself for stuff that fits where you're going. You missed him. This will fit on the plane. See, would you look at your neighbor and say, stop disqualifying yourself? Well, I, well, I can't have a good this. I can't have a good that. I can't. No, God says that'll fit on the plane. You'll be able to take that with you. That's okay. We'll deal with that when you get to where you're going. But then, but then there's other pieces of baggage. Yeah. And there's other pieces of baggage where when they put it up to the little checker here, you can't carry this on. But watch, I know some of y'all, well, what's the problem? <laughs> you're getting a little person, you get, get a little attitude. It ain't that much bigger. <laughs> Ma'am, it won't even fit in the thing. Look, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. You got that shampoo in here? I told you not to be bringing that shampoo. Watch it. Watch. This is too big to fit where you're going. You better catch this point so I can close. God says, you got some painful, aggravating, and agitating situations that have transpired that I'm going to need you to take them to the counter and check them. What did we learn that means from the scriptures? Cut it. Unpack the bags, check the bags so that you can finally take up. Here's what you need to know. Once you get up to the plane, I'm going to shout you. Touch your neighbor and say, you're about to be shouted. Once you walk up to the gate with this, they will look at you and say, we can't put that on the plane. So you're going to have to check it. What did we learn check means from that verse? Cut it. You're going to have to cut it because that can't come with you where you're going. Where are you going in 2019? Fruitfulness. Where are you going in 2019? The year of manifestation. Where are you going in 2019? You are going into the year of the end of a cycle. Where are you going in 2019? You are going into the year where you birth something out. And God says, this is too much baggage to take with you where you're going. So what do you need to do? Stop negotiating with it. Stop talking. Just go on and cut it. I need you to look at your neighbor and say, just cut it already. Say it again. Say, just cut it already. No, no, no. Watch this. Check this out. 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 No, leave it right there. Right there. Check this out. For Bishop. Say, Bishop. Say, I have a problem, though. No. Say, uh, ask me this question. Say it like this. Say, what happens to the bag? Ask me the question. That's not your concern. Well, what will happen if that friend will never know what they did to me? That's not your concern. Well, Bishop, what if I can't talk to that person that I got baggage with because they're no longer on earth? That's not your concern. But Bishop, but, but they got away with it. No, they didn't. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. 
As long as you're trying to get even, God says, I'm not doing anything. But the moment you check your baggage, you can take off. Because in this baggage, you've got all these painful, aggravating, and agitating situations that have transpired. So God says, you're so preoccupied with this baggage. How many of us have had this happen? You're so preoccupied with your baggage. You're running through the airport sweating. <sighs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And you're going to miss your flight. Because <sighs> you're carrying stuff you were supposed to check. I can't make it no more simple than this. I, I can't. I can't. And when I'm telling you 2019, and we're going to shout, we're out of here. What I'm telling you Wednesday night, what I'm telling you on my digital campuses is, as your pastor, hear me and hear God's voice to you tonight. What I'm telling you is, God says, you missed it in 18. Because you had all this baggage. But I don't know about you. But at 19, I will not be denied. I will not miss my flight. Some of your baggage is creating all kind of difficulty. Can't even walk right. Toe your shoes up. You're sweaty. What does that mean? You're using energy. For what? To carry something. That's not yours. I'm going to need you to check your bags. Cut it. So you can finally take off. But Bishop! What am I going to do in the plane? Can I shout you real good? When you get to where you're going... Everything you need will be there. Don't miss the point because it's simple. I remember one time, I had this big old piece of baggage. I was going to Orlando. And I was excited. It was hot. I went to do all that. And I got up there. And, you know, I like to live on the wild side. I only get to the airport now in advance. <laughs> I'm adventurous. <laughs> I get there. And when I get there, I got this big old piece of luggage. And I go all the way through. And he says, sir, you can't take that on the plane with you. So well, what am I supposed to do with it? Well, we're about to go. So they said, you got two options. You can get another flight and go check that. Or, watch this. Somebody say or. Or you can uh, leave it. I had such an attachment to it. Well, that's mine. Watch this. That's my anger. That's my frustration. I'm mad, Bishop. That, that's, 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 that's my, that's mine. And what I'm going to need you to do tonight, Wednesday, we're all about to do it, I'm going to need you to 
That ain't mine no more. The hurt, the pain, the aggravating situation. I'm not going to let that be what messes me up from having a good friendship, a good relationship. It's not going to mess up my next relationship. It's not going to mess up my next friendship because I'm letting the baggage go. Now, how many people do you really want to do that? All right. All right. So I want you to pray this prayer with me. We're done. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, I heard the word. I'm going to do the word. I'm checking my baggage. I'm cutting it loose. The painful, aggravating, agitating situations that have transpired, I let that go. I release it. I release the anger. I release the emotion. I release the frustration. I let that go tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, and at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father... In the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word decision to the phone number 59769. And when you do, I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. 
Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.